This programme was produced at and first aired on NPR, Manawatu People's Radio, with support from New Zealand On Air. Kapai Irarangi Tomotu, NPR. Welcome, my friends, to the Wolverine Winning Speedway Show doing at Madurk. You're at npr.nz triple nine AM. We talk Speedway, Robertson Holden, International Speedway. Plus, we talk with drivers and track managers, promoters from other tracks around New Zealand. Chris, how are you? Yeah, I'm good, thank you, Stu. Yeah, good, Chris. Good to be back on another Doing It in the Dirt, mate. Yeah, that's for sure. Me, uh, awesome weekend away. Massive weekend at the 240s, as always. It's uh, good to have our Pommy friends back as well, mate. Sure it's, was. Uh, sure was. And was uh, brilliant. congrats on the win there. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah Finally got one in the bag Hey, that nah, was good Hey, speaking of uh, a bit of teams racing We've got the uh, team champs coming up next weekend But we thought we'll uh, we'll get a crack on it With this week's show And actually talk about what's happening Because by the time next week's show comes out There'll be a, uh, a fair bit going on yep. by then So we thought we'll get um, the man himself From Speedway Garage, you and me How are you mate? Good, thanks for having me on guys It's awesome. always good to have you in man yep. Man, hey can you believe that, um, not quite, but almost coming up 12 months since you've been open? It was Team Champs last year, which of course was in April, but um, nearly nearly the 12 months. Yeah, no, it's been um, pretty well received. The Palmy one's going pretty good. We'll just put the new garden bar at the back, which I think will hit another level. Mm. Uh, there's a 140 seats out there and, wow. a, and a bar, and um, yeah, it's going to be pretty good. What does it sort of normally fit inside? Inside's uh, around 220. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I think we probably doubled that last team's <laughs> chance. But yeah, it's, it's, um, people love to be outside. And obviously, with the outside area gone in there, it's going to add another dimension. So. Yeah, definitely. Mm. Definitely. So, yeah. Team Champs weekend, obviously, last year was the grand opening. So that was huge. Everyone wanted a piece of it and wanted to get in and see what it's all about. And we partied hard for three days straight, nearly. <laughs> but um, this weekend, what's happening this weekend? Because it's sort of. I always start on Thursday because I have Friday off work and I don't work Thursday, so that's when it usually starts for me. Yeah, so we've um, obviously want to keep the momentum going, and and uh, for everyone that I think there's quite a few people that couldn't get in last year, it was that packed, and yep. it was sort of packed from opening to closing. So we've upped the um, capabilities in terms of the food side for both the Cobb and Speedway Garage. So there's a brand new uh, kitchen gone in uh, wow. since last year. Uh, and obviously capacity we just mentioned with the garden bar and Thursday we we kick into gear and we've got um, obviously the flyers and that that'll be going around town but we've got a bit of a punters club on so if you think you're a bit of a connoisseur of picking the winner um, there'll be a bit of a competition on the Thursday um, a few beers and some yarns with people that are in and around um, it's the home base for the for the Poms so if you want to come in and meet those guys uh, very rarely are they not having a beer so you'll be able to come in and get <laughs> cup them. of teas mate they're yeah. having cup of teas at the 240s yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so start, it kicks off on Thursday then Friday we've, we've um, we're open up, uh, from lunchtime and pretty much live music all day so you've got um, band on outside in the garden bar uh, later in the evening there'll be some music inside um, and then it flows back out to the outside for finish the night off and uh, of course, we've got you there um, yeah. with the on the couch <laughs> session. So we've we've uh, got a, a couple of we won't uh, tell you who they are yet, but they'll be you, you guys will all find out soon. But we've got a couple of pretty special individuals that we'll have a chat to. Um, we've done that a couple of years ago. Yeah, um, worked out quite well. Yeah, yeah. Um, this year, better sound system, so yep. yeah, it should be should be a whole lot better. That's on the Friday, and then we've got a memorabilia auction straight after that. So. Um, and that'll be pretty interesting. There's some articles of, you know, motorsport memorabilia 
outside of Speedway, so it's not just Speedway, but um, the majority of it is Speedway stuff, and there's some, some bits and pieces there that um, are pretty unique, so people will want to get their hands on that. Have we got a proper auctioneer, or am I roped into doing that too? <laughs> no, <you're, laughs> no, you and I will be able to suss that, easy as, easy as. Um, yeah, and then Saturday, uh, kicking into it, we've got five teams, so we're sponsoring five we're probably sponsoring more than five teams, but we've got five teams that are um, wow. going to be on display Saturday morning from 10 o'clock um, outside the Cobb and obviously Speedway Garage there. And it kicks on from there. Live music starting from lunchtime again. Um, merchandise shop. So there's, yep. uh, we've, we've, yeah, there's heaps and heaps and heaps of merchandise there. So um, anyone wanting to grab their team's gear, uh, there'd be Panthers, Mustangs, Kings, um, Lions and Warriors gear all sitting there yep. in the merchandise shop, and then we've got a whole new range of um, Speedway Garage gear, which I know uh, the people from out of town love to get their hands on that. Um, yeah, and then band starting from lunchtime again on, on the Saturday. We've got the road close, the so main street all shut off, so the cars will probably just head up there to the, the drive square. up there to the square. Um, so, yeah, if you've got your kids and you want to bring them down, obviously they're keen to look at cars, but the, there'll be a few drivers there so they can have a chat and a yarn and. Should be good. Should be mean. So just going back and, and running through a few of these things, Thursday, this punters club. So how's it, how is that sort of going to work? Because at what I do at the races, the punters club, everyone buys in $10, I think, a ticket or something. So you buy as many tickets as you like and someone is an expert and they bet on things or whatever. How are you sort of going to run the punters club for, for the uh, team champs? Well, we're not quite sure what we're doing is 100%. <laughs> we're not sure it's 100% legal, so we're just going to call it a punters club, and if you yeah. turn up, um, yeah, you'll see then. We'll give you the, we'll give you the gist. Just but do it on the fantasy teams or something. Or yeah, yeah we'll, we'll work it out as we go. But it'll be good it'll, fun. It'll be, it'll be good fun. Um, obviously, everyone's always got an opinion, and they, they're, um, it's funny because this time of the year it cracks me up. People you don't hear from, and you look at their text message or, or messenger, and the last time they messaged you was, why did you put Asher off the front or, you know, <laughs> whatever else, and that's yeah, yeah. starting to happen now. So I, I want to get some of these experts in on Thursday night and, <laughs> and see actually how good they are prior to the teams, not after it. I mean, everyone's an expert after the fact, aren't they? Yeah, they certainly yeah. are. And it'll be good fun. And, and always with team champs, always is the sweepstakes. You know, yeah, yeah. The sweepstakes always come out at team champs. I know with our group, you know, we're having 14 teams now, 14 of us chuck in the 10 or each, and, and you draw a team and you know, you end up with some absolute uh, mushy teams that you don't want to ever support, like the Kings, but nah. <laughs> hey, listen. But no, hey, that's all right. It's all good. But, um, oh, that'll be good fun. And then obviously Friday uh, we'll have that that uh, Legends on the couch thing. be pretty fun. Have a, have a couple of good buggers there. And um, some we haven't seen for a long time, which will be cool. And the memorabilia auction, you said, what sort of bits have you got um, there hiding it- away? There's um, we've got some V8 supercar drivers signed race overalls. We've got some Scott Dixon um, signed stuff, and outside of that, we we do try because it is stock yeah. cars and speedway, so we've tried to keep it pretty much super stocks and stock cars. We've got some uh, unique hand painted signs which are unique to each team. I'm hoping to get the team drivers to sign them. So um, there's there's quite a bit of stuff. Fifty years of tank uh, signage, which are, which is again, it's their unique one off pieces. Um, so there'll be, you know, for the, yeah, for the people who are that way inclined and like to collect that stuff, which I know I'm one of them, so I'll probably be having a punt to buy my own stuff back. But um, yeah, there's some really cool stuff there. So there's opportunity for people that wouldn't normally get to um, come and grab themselves a little bit of, a little bit of history and a little bit of, um, a little bit of team memorabilia. Yep, certainly is, and of course Saturday just cars on display. 
from uh, 10.30 in the morning, the five teams this year, which is the, the Panthers, the Mustangs, the Warriors, the Kings, and of course, once again, Team GB back, and good to see you getting them behind them as well, Ewan. Yeah, so we're a major sponsor of the, um, uh, one of the major sponsors of Team GB. Um, I just, they're a good bunch of guys, um, great supporter group. Um, yeah, have you met any of them in the past, really? Uh, yeah, I have. Um, but I know you've been around a wee bit, yeah, and obviously yeah, other teams. Yeah. No, here, yeah. Yeah. Um, I've probably not met any of them sober yet, so um, <laughs> I'm looking forward to that. Maybe I'll get there early and and have a good chat. But yeah, it's it's I, I feel like it's already it's already built up. You know, like it's yeah. been going for a week now in terms of the hype and, and the two forties kicks it off. Started it off, eh? Yep. Yeah, two forties kick it off, and all the teams are named. And I remember back in the day, we were always the first team to name. We used to name our team halfway through the year. We could tell you what's going on, but yep. now it's it's we seem to be dragging the chain. We're like the last <laughs> ones to name the team. Uh, Organisation, I know, like with. Um, Wayne looking after the Mustangs and things like that. He's he's on the money. He's on the phone. He's getting organised. This, so it's. Um, I think it's got a really good feeling. And uh, having fourteen teams, it's going to be it's going to be magic. Town's going to be yeah. bursting at the seams. It certainly is. And, it certainly is. and it's it's not all for us. It's not all about Palmy. Obviously, we've opened the the Speedway Garage in Wanganui. Yes. Um, which has been huge. To be honest, that's been unbelievable. I don't. Those guys. Uh, speedway community in there every day of the week. Uh, obviously, it's open longer longer hours in Wanganui than it is here in Palmy, but it's um, been really well received. So we've got the Warriors there um, on the Friday night. Cool. And uh, I'm still doing a doing a deal, but I'm I'm hoping I can understand that we we won't probably stream teams from um, Palmy here, but we're looking to stream it live out of Wanganui site. Oh, um, so I'm just trying to finalise that now, but. Um, yeah, it should be really good. Should be good. Should be good. And uh, of course, um, with the Kings, you're all set to go. You've you've named that team. You've got it all all under control, and everyone's coming through the other side. And of the two forties, pretty good. Yeah, it's a, it's an interesting year. There's uh, guys. It's um, it's kind of like they teams is everything now, and a lot of these guys mm. you'll see um, sat out two forties just saving cars and you know it's it's a weird sort of a Jamie thing, Hamilton does it every year it's yeah yeah, yeah. you know he'd probably be the favorite every time he puts his name down yeah yeah um so no that I think the boys are they're chafing at the bit to get going it'd be great to have Mitch and Asher in the team at the same time uh, we haven't had that luxury for a while now mm. um so Mitch is obviously sitting out this team's champs and then hopefully next year we'll we'll um have them both together but it's a it's a strong lineup and obviously Gav with a brand new car yep. so Testing that, but we're we're all over it. We're all over it. <laughs> exactly right. And hey, um, just uh, on another note. Obviously, the Wanderers and the Scrappers are going to go to Brewers Apprentice, and they're going to just what, have some cars parked out there. Yeah, they'll they'll be there. That's my wife organising that. Yep. She's trying to get in competition. I know opposition. Eh? Yeah, yeah. Like it's um, <laughs> yeah. It's we're the Speedway Baron. I don't know what she's up to there. But <laughs> it's great to see the Wanderers back. I'm still like. I don't know how many years ago it was now that we fired, yeah. the, fired yeah. the Wanderers up again. And, and, um, yeah, they go through little reboots yeah, every now yeah, and then. Yeah, and uh, huge fan base. Like, it's interesting. I was I was talking to um, a couple of Christchurch guys, and they were telling me how, how big the Christchurch fan base is, which mm-hmm. it is. But um, Waikato actually have – they have the numbers. Like, it's yeah. phenomenal, the yeah. numbers. Um, getting sponsorship for that team was real easy, whereas getting yeah. sponsorship for any other team has been a mission. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's great to see them back. So we've 
We are sponsoring the Wanderers, um, as in Brewers Apprentice. Yeah, you know, your well, wife. Joe, Joe, yeah, Joe's, she's yeah. she's looking after them and um, and the Scrappers because she's Taranaki girl, so she really wanted to look oh, after yeah. the Scrappers. So cool, cool. The Scrappers there, and um, the Kings are, are bunking down with the Wanderers. We've we've uh, we're um, <laughs> double bunking. So All the Waikat boys are yeah, together. <laughs> hopefully, uh, hopefully they don't snore, and hopefully we don't draw them first up and uh, have to go home that night. Whatever, whatever yeah. the result is, but no, it's it's good, and that's that's one thing I do love about the sport and. It's all on when it's on the racetrack, but it's all it's it's pretty cool um, in terms of who helps who and and off the track. You know, it's great. Yeah, it'd be awesome. What day were the um, were they at the Brewers? They're there on the um, Saturday morning. Yep, and then um, I think she's also got a couple of cars. Uh, Jaden Ward's uh, sponsored by Brewers Apprentice. Yep. Uh, Chad Ace sponsored by Brewers Apprentice. So I think they're going to. Have their cars on display and, and have a few jars on Friday night. That's that was part of our uh, King's game plan was to get Joe to give Jaden a sizable <laughs> a sizable bar tab on the Friday night. I feel like sometimes that backfires. It makes him a bit of driver. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, so yeah, it's uh, it's going to be good. It's going to be a great weekend. Just um, on another note of teams and, and the Panthers, and because Speedway Garage sponsors the Panthers, and I know that you look uh, you look after this guy a wee bit. Daniel Burmester and the Panthers. Oh, How bloody cool is it? It makes you it, know? it makes it really hard to be honest. It's in terms of who you support because oh, definitely. I just I was first time in a long time you sit there and you're just really chuffed for the guy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's fantastic, and and more so. It's funny the things that go through your mind. The first thing I thought of is, oh, how are we going to bloody deal with Carl Munro on this one? Hey, <laughs> he, he's going to be in seventh heaven. But I I just um, yeah, Daniel's. Oh, it's, it's great for him. I mean, he was gone from sixth driver in the Pumas only only eighteen months yeah, ago. Yeah, to exactly. Being a, to being a Panther, jeez, <laughs> that's got to tell you something about the Pumas or the Panthers. The past Pumas yeah, organisation, yeah, 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 yeah. okay. All right, it's nah. now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But on game day, I hope Daniel blows his clutch and his gearbox falls apart. Of course, but um, yeah, no, nah, we'll be right. He'll, he'll go bloody well. He'll yep. go bloody well. He's an awesome driver, and it's um, he's a great guy in the background. Does the hard yards in there, and and it's or everyone does to be fair. But it's good to see him, you know, with the black black kit. Only I think we worked out the fourth, possibly fourth, definitely three, because uh, Pete Rees and Luke Myers were not a hundred percent on Graham Ward, whether he was a Panther and the Puma in the same year. But Daniel's definitely uh, either third or fourth to do it. Pan- oh, that's cool. Panther and Puma representing them both at the, I guess, the New Zealand title. Each year, will, so will he be, be allowed his Means Motorsport sticker on his um, Panthers car? Because that would be that polish it off. That'd be good <laughs> on the bonnet. You probably yeah, just, yeah. I'll go stick one on. I'll anyway. let him put one on the stock car if you <laughs> want. But he has to park it outside the cob. I'll go stick one on. <laughs> you and awesome to have uh, you, just mate. Yeah. Um, uh, you said that you opened up the um, the Wanganui um, Speedway garages. Are you, you going to expand any other? Oh yeah, any further. Yeah, we are. So we're currently looking. Uh, we've just got to find a publican because it's hard to, like I'm obviously working Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday in Wanganui and mm. trying to be over here. So we need, I've got a venue in Taranaki. So we're looking at that now. Um, and then uh, Hawke's Bay is the is the go. Um, somewhere around Miani. We're just yeah. looking for a publican. We actually just slept a bit and missed out on a pub there. It's just sold, which would have been quite good. But um yeah, so there's anyone out there wanting a wanting a speedway garage um, franchise? She's she's available. We just come and set it up for you, and you do the rest. Mm. Could be there you go. <laughs> Always wanted to own a pub. <laughs> oh, yeah. You and awesome to have you, mate. And uh, can't wait to crack on. Uh, for me, it'll be Friday. I got to go to Ed Sheeran on Thursday. Yeah. 
No, awesome. Thanks, guys. And uh, we look forward to seeing everyone at the finish line. Well, that there was uh, Ewan, obviously, there from Speedway Garage, and it's going to be a, a busy four nights at Speedway Garage. It sure is. Should have asked him what time we're closing on Sunday after the finals. It says late, so <laughs> probably won't shut at all. Probably won't shut, <laughs> exactly. Hey, World 240s was on the weekend uh, up in Rotorua, and um, the weather tried to beat us, but we beat it, and boy, it was well and truly worth the wait in between that rain delay. Good work to uh, the, the whole track crew that got the, the track back and to those competitors that went out and wheel packed. Yep, so we thought uh, we'd better chat to the winner of the event. So uh, 127 from Gisborne, Ethan Rees, mate, how are you? Yeah, I'm, I'm good, thank you. Yourself? Yeah, bloody good. Hey, uh, World 240's champion, bro. Finally done it. Yeah, sort of uh, still haven't really hit home yet, but uh, nah, especially saying I've sort of always wanted to get my hands on and obviously to win it with old boy come second too that's also saying, saying uh, another special thing so yeah, yeah mm. awesome mate yeah. You, you say then like oh you know it still hasn't sunk in it still hasn't hit home whatever that you've that you've won it but I mean you've won a fair few things in racing you know um, was it GP and Huntley well North Island's one of the two and yeah, um, GP, yeah. yeah the GP and Huntley you know you've been on the podium many a times and all that sort of stuff you've won the New Zealand stock cars is it still just an absolute buzz every time you win one of these major titles yeah it's, it's sort of saying that I never I, I, I never thought would happen you know I've, I've always been I've always been near or thereabouts on the points and whatnot come HP but it just hasn't gone my way and when it, when it does go your way it's sort of like wow <laughs> Yeah. That's what it feels like, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, well, it was kind of like that with, um, was it New Zealand's? Yeah. When, uh, yeah. when Asher went on to to win it. Yep, definitely, you're right. And, and, and that was something different itself. Like, you know, I spent 14 laps on them field watching him drive to victory, which was a, a, a proud moment, you know? Yeah. It was, it was sort of, it was almost just as good as winning it, if you know what I mean. <laughs> exactly yeah. right. Exactly right. And you've done the podium thing with Dad and Asher as well in Whanganui, you know, so yeah. you've definitely ridden the, the highs and lows that anyone can ride in the last couple of seasons. Yeah, you did, you did right, man. It's, it's sort of all falling into place at this minute. So, yeah, yeah, it's been good. It certainly is. Qualifying, let's have a quick look at that because um, that was almost touch and go for a little bit there. But, like, you started off real mint, grid six, you took the win there, which is always the way. You made the big moves in heat two, grid nineteen up to uh, to sixth, but um, yep. the third heat obviously like you, you did qualify, but it sort of looked a bit hit and miss for there for a little bit during the race. Yeah, you did right, and I sort of went into heat heat three on. I think I was in second on which tank, yeah. and uh, I'd, I'd have stood my board, but I, I actually struggled with the track, and my car didn't really suit it. Um, I I made a few changes for heat three, but it didn't really. Work in my, my favour, um, and I was actually quite lucky to, to make it, to be honest. Yeah. What changed with the track? Was Did it slicken off more or something? Yeah, it, 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 it slicken off quite a bit, and I was sort of expecting for, for a bit of a wet track to start with, as it yeah. was for a, as both our first races, but uh, it wasn't, and then it sort of slicked off quicker than what I thought, and I, I just couldn't, I couldn't make up ground. Yeah, because yeah. Yeah. you guys had a, a real... I would say probably the most elbows up group out of the whole lot because um, you know there was like Jacko, Keegan, Brody, Sephro, even young bloody Trent James amongst it all as well. And you guys, it was in that second heat and third heat that you guys were just absolutely—I would call it a feeling of boxing ring, throwing haymakers at each other, but not <laughs> not absolutely destroying each other, just enough to get them out of the way. Yeah, you did right. And if you look at other groups, you know there's quite a few cars missing for the heat three, but we were we were sort of still. 
had 22, 23 cars in the final, in, mm. in our final yeah. heat. So it was uh, quite hard to, because normally, normally in a in a qualifying heat three, you sort of allow for cars to be pulled out. We, you know, missing on that so you can make up those spots quite easily. But there was really no no room for error in my one, and I sort of yeah didn't quite make it happen. But yeah, yeah. You got through though, three points clear, nice and comfortable in there with Jack O'Keegan, and good to see Brody James uh, qualify through as well in that group. Oh, he was he was uh, he drove outstanding all weekend. To be honest, he uh, he's slowly getting the grips with with the new car of his, and I'm sure come next year he'll be a, he'll be a force to be reckoned with. I reckon. Mm. Yeah, that's for sure. Did um, did you do much to the car on the Sunday or the Saturday? Sorry. Uh, yeah, just a, just a massive massive overhaul. Um, as you know, myself, Jet, Dad, and Prenny and, and Asha had, had some big plans for our cars and made a few changes, put new rubber on, and uh, and obviously it, it sort of worked. So yeah, yeah, def- definitely definitely Saturday mornings on finals nights quite a quite a big day. Um, Made sure the cars hundred percent and all those little bits that you don't normally check you check and make sure they're going to be all right. You know? Yeah, and you would have been busy because you would have been doing British car too, eh? Oh, I thought a man to get out of there because uh, our man was up there, so he, he managed to do the majority of it. But I was going to get my hand when I had to. Yep. Um, but yeah, it's quite quite a quite a good relaxing um, sit there actually. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one, and and a bit of uh, a bit of safety tape for good measure, eh? <laughs> yeah, definitely. There's a bit of a bit of a bit of looking on Facebook, so it worked out quite good. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. On uh, always good thing with Rotorua is they do the draw for the grids the night before, so it actually helps uh, not just with the drivers, I suppose. I don't know whether you guys find it easy the night before or not, but it helps with the punters, helps with the fans. They can get all their sheets that they sit up in the stands with the night before, get them all set to go. But um, you drew grid three in the first one. Always great to start on the inside row uh, on the inside yeah. line in Rotorua. Eh? Yeah, definitely. It's always it's nice starting inside. First, first race, everyone's eager to get into it, and if you can sort of hit down low and stay, stay tight for that first turn one and two, and then turn four, you're sort of away from there, you know. Yeah. yeah. But it's sort of hard. It's sort of hard trying to keep low, and with other guys come barreling in and pushing out the way, and it's all part of it. It's all good fun. Yeah, well, one, two, three finished one, two, three in heat one. It's not very often that that happens. Obviously, uh, Todd Hemingway from pole, uh, Quinn from two, and yourself from three, and young Jacob Buckra was bullying you around for a little bit at one point. Yeah, I was actually sweating there because I, I, I think I got back to four for fifty one stage. Yeah, some of us started picking my pace up, and as the track got on and as the car started getting warmer, it started getting better, and I managed to pull back to third, which was. I guess it's, it's not a win, but it's not a loss. You know, I, I didn't lose any, but I didn't gain any either. So, mm. Mm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, heat two, set grid seventeen, and obviously this was the big mover. You came up to fourth. Um, yeah. It started really. This is where the the I wouldn't say the the heavy hitting, but the the elbows up, the bumpers were really pushing through, and a few obviously, as we always get annoyed with, the old tires were popping. But um, that was your big mover, seventeen to four, and it put your top on points going into the last heat. Yeah, yeah, you're right, and you know, I, was, I, I, sort of, I think I was confused for a bit, but uh, Frankie, Frankie pushed through that three laps to go, and he was a he was a man on fire. He, he was gone in that second heat. I could not do anything to match him, eh? and uh, and then yeah, obviously top managed to be top on points going into three, which is always saying to I. Seem to be to be <laughs> on, and sometimes I don't come out of heat three. <laughs> yeah. You seem to be good at it. You seem to be good at it. Top points into into heat three, but uh, you had a, and I had a reasonable margin over Frankie, uh, four points, and then he was a further three ahead of uh, of Dad on forty four, yep. and then obviously Asher had a a pretty shocking um, 
second heat. So that kind I mean, the Pringers are just sort of in the mix and they're not really, but that kind of helped uh, a wee bit there, doesn't it? Yeah, and you said, Ryan, it's sort of one of those things when you've got so many so many cars in the final that um, are going to potentially help you out. Um, and obviously, in, in our position, there's five, five cars, myself, Dad, Asher and Josh, that are all pretty competitive, and we're all on points generally come heat three, but um, there's always got to be that one or two cars that get held up in heat two that sort of make our heat three easier, and, and yep. it sort of worked out to be Asher and Josh, and yeah, worked out good, actually. Yeah, obviously uh, a bit different with Asher and Josh being uh, being parked around with you and that, and obviously all out the same workshop. But these other ones, you know, even then that jump out and they give you a hand, you, you, sometimes you're not even expecting that, are you? You're just heading out onto the track and, oh, hello, we uh, we got past him a few times and, and he's taken a pop at Frankie and all that because Frankie's car, that was stuffed from lap one. <laughs> yeah, and, and you're dead right. I, I remember coming off turn two on the, on the first lap and... Uh well, I think it was a big five G turning hard right and smoking Frank, and I was like, "Oh, surely that's Frankie gone." But he just turned on, man, and he didn't. He didn't have nothing until obviously after the race. But he's a he's definitely one of those guys, Frankie, that no matter what you do and no matter what you throw at him, he's going to carry on and carry on and carry on until he can't until he can't no more. Yes. Um, and, that, and that's why he's such a force to be reckoned with, and that's why at Team's Chance time, he is a hard man to stop and put away. Yeah, he certainly is. We'll sort of come back to that a little bit soon, but um, you only really had um, Frankie JJ have a have a good nudge at you. Yeah, and and he actually done a fucking awesome job. To be honest, he sort of made me look silly that first time. Um, mm. But he, uh, he, I mean, hats off to the mate. They, they definitely didn't go down without fighting, eh? Um, yeah. And and even those Dutchies, you know, I'm pretty sure there's a couple of times there where. I was sort of going to be lining one up, but good old Keegan Levine drove through them and cleared my way for me. I don't know if it's on purpose or accidental, but it doesn't help me out of massive act, but yeah. Yep. Did you have any other drivers come up to you at the camp and say that they're going to help you out? Um, oh, there was, some, there, was, there was a couple, like, like Jaden Ward was a surprise. He came up to me and said, look guys, I'm going to go out there and do my part, but just, I'll leave you guys alone. So that was, that was awesome to hear. Um, yep. And I guess, I guess it gets to a point in time like, for them... I've probably seen myself and and you know, I've probably seen myself obviously being in that position before and never quite make the yep. final of heat three. Yep. Um so I guess they're probably like actually no, it's just time to win it, so time to time to, you know, move on to this one meeting and then eventually we'll come back around and, and he'll be winning it, you know? Yeah. Uh, and I think he was having far too much fun with Charlie out there. <laughs> <laughs> I think he was and I, I think it's sort of got uh well that's quite cool to see because I I've seen the initial hit that Jaden put on Charlie in turn um three and four. And then obviously, like you know, five laps later, Charlie had down at the wall, and that was actually quite um, entertaining to watch from what I was sitting. Yeah, it's good to see Charlie putting the hits in, considering he's never been to New Zealand before, yeah. let alone race here. Yeah. And uh, he was, uh, I think, he took it into his own, to be honest. Yeah. Oh, exactly. And and I said to you this after the after the race when we talked straight after. You know, you even though you had these guys. Um, I guess helping in a way you yourself I saw a lot of bumper work from you a lot of um, you putting cars in the wall and I've got the privilege of having the, the live points changing each lap and you know you're in first and then you're in second on points then you're back to third then back to second then back to third and then in the lead and you you were you yourself you were basically blocking as you were running you know you had a few cars in the wall at times yep yeah and I guess it just sort of um, it's Sort of comes into your own where you sort of navigate your way through those through those top cars. I mean, like I say, majority of the race I had Asher and Asher and Josh doing it for me, but like I say, I still had to do my own my own hitting as well. And I guess you just have to be smart about it and keep your keep your front wheels clean and 
and just sort of slip and just put your foot down the carry on, eh? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, I, uh, I know it's only early days, but do you, uh, you plan on going to the world final? Um, it's sort of it's definitely on the cards at the stage. Um, I'm, I'm sort of going to let it sit for a, for a month or so, just because I just bought a business and whatnot, and I sort yeah. of can't at this stage I can't commit yarn, um, just because it's, it's not even been a year in, you know. Yeah. Um, it's something I really want to do. Um, everyone I've talked to that's already been said it, it was a good good trip. definitely do it. But um, the other thing is sort of yeah, increasing it. If I can leave the business for two or three weeks without, you know, without feeling guilty. Um, but I mean, hey, at this stage, it's still early days, and I'm not going to say no or yes, but it's definitely, definitely in the cards. Yeah. How cool to have uh, both of you over there, you and Dad. Yeah. Well, Benson says Benson says the old boy goes because obviously he's been twice and both times he wasn't really playing, not because of England, just because he hates travelling. Yeah, he's flying, eh? Definitely hates flying, man, and. Uh, like, like, like I said, if we both pull out, then Frankie can, can get an invite to his own um, World Final. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Guaranteed final spot, you know, for Frankie. Yeah. But, yeah, I get to see what we'll sort of happen. Yep, yep. All fun and games, all fun and games. Going uh, into next week, obviously, um, I'm guessing you're going to have the week off and prep those cars up for a big team champs ahead of you, mate. Yeah, definitely. I mean... Obviously not not the whole week off. I'll be having nights off, and there'll be some big nights. Well, not, nights um, off racing. I mean, anyway. Yep, yeah, weeks yeah, off racing. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but like I say, we we, we we got quite a well a fair bit of cosmetic damage on the two forties. So the cars already chopped up, ground up, ready for the new bit of steel. And hopefully by Monday week we should be um, into the final stages of prepping and bolting on new tyres and bolting on panels, and then we'll be ready to go, ready to rock. You sort of try and have it so that it's. You say by Monday-ish, um, sort of ready at the start of the week, so the rest of that week is just uh, a relaxing time? Yeah, pretty much. And just trying to get all the heavy work and all the dirty work out of the way sort of early, early week so that we can just literally go to the old boys, split some tyres up, paint some tyres, uh, make sure the cars are 110% like, um, mechanically and make sure nothing's going to flip and unusually fall off and just do all, the, do all the stuff that we don't normally do for a normal meeting. Um, yep. And it's it's, it's quite good to go to the car and, and just make sure it's all going to be 110 percent for the lads, eh? Yeah, mm. yeah. I know teams is wide open and I probably know what your answer is going to be, but you guys were the well and truly informed team last season um, through qualifying. Um, I'd say we're going to be looking at the same again this year. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I, I guess we've all been around long enough, including you two, that... Um, Anything can happen, eh? Like, we'll yep. be out there and hate to uh, race one and get absolutely annihilated, or we can go out there and sip and um, kick ass. So it's sort of hard this year because, you know, last year was the ultimate. It was five teams. It was um, four groups, three. So it's quite easy. You're in your group. If you basically win, basically if you win two, you're guaranteed three. Yep. yep. But now, now you're on the, uh, the fourth. You've raced another 13 other teams, essentially, and you basically need a win plus points, which is sort of hard, which is sort of, the, 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 the gay way of doing teams in my opinion yeah. it's not good for the fans um, you've got to chase points and it's not, not a lot of hitting um, and it's sort of for us it's sort of hard because if, if you lose one you've definitely got to pull finger in the next one and get one, two, three, four and so on but um, yeah it's, I mean like I say anything happened but last year we were on form um, the, the boys were on and same team this year so there's no real reason why we shouldn't be on but it just comes down to luck really eh? yeah and that's, that's the answer I knew you were going to give me. I knew you were going to give it. <laughs> <laughs> I was nah. a long way of saying it. That's exactly <laughs> it. 
Hey, Ethan. Um, hey, firstly, what what happened to um to Brittany's car and the and the ladies' champs? Because she was looking good on the on the first night there for a bit, and then I think it was the third race. It, I only heard it out on track. Didn't sound the best, and we didn't really see her on uh, on on Saturday. Yeah, so yeah, like I say, the first two races on the Friday night, she went really well. Um, second, uh, the last race, she broke the rear axle, um, but I think she limped home about twentieth and still got points. Yeah. Um, and then the first first race of the second night. I, I don't actually see what happened because I was sort of gearing myself up, but uh, I think she lost the brakes and then the car came out in front of her, then she spun out, and then the car took the front end out and ripped the fan out, and it was sort of a bit too hard to fix then, so just park up and watch me, I guess. Mm. Yep, park up and. But, she's, uh, but, she, but she went away smiling, um, and she's happy with how the weekend went on her part, and obviously on the end result as well, so um, yeah, and just park up and just give me support and make sure she's watching that. <laughs> <laughs> that's the one, mate. That's the one, and that's what it's all about. You know, it was it was cool to see you guys. You know, nice team there at, at the New Zealands and in, uh, in Auckland, and and um, it's a it swings around all the all the time, and it's cool to see how you guys work together. Hmm. Yeah, that's sort of how it is, and that's sort of how, how it needs to be. Yeah, because it's, it's a family sport at the end of the day, and uh, I'm still on about I don't know sixteen to eighteen years time. March, you've been a, so ripping around, and I'll be on the tools. You know, it's just yeah. how it is. Yep, <clears throat> exactly. Yeah. Right, mate. We'll let you get back to it out in the shed, and we'll uh, we'll catch you at Team Champs. Yeah, thanks, guys. Hey, Chris, for me on, and uh, yep, we'll see the teams, and obviously up the G, we'll be on. <laughs> Sweet, bro. Sweet, have a good you. one. Cool. Have a good one, mate. Cheers. Well, that there was Ethan Rees, of course, the uh, World Two Forties Champion, and. Uh, well deserved. Obviously, it ticks another one off in the Grand Slam list. He's got the GP. He's got the uh, World Two Forties. He's you know, he's well on his way. Well on his way now. And he's always to me, you know, Asher and Pete have always they're winning things and everything. And um, but I, I, I don't know. I'm a big fan of Ethan. Me too. He's a good fella. Good to see him in England too. I reckon. I reckon it'd be great to see Ethan in England. I think he'll. Um, like we always say, certain drivers will adapt to it, you know, better than others. Others, and I feel like Ethan's probably it. Three days on that same track too is going to help. Yeah, because it's all yeah. the same one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, like you only get what one one slash two days really before the actual world final. But by the time that world masters comes around, you know, he should be you should sweet. It. <laughs> yeah, he should be right. Right, we're going to take a quick break here on doing it in the dirt, and on the other side, we're going to have another of our world two forties winners. If you're enjoying this podcast in Manawatu, you could make your very own, just like this one. NPR exists to help people like you tell your story or share your passion on air and online. Check out npr.nz for more information. Well, welcome back to Doing It in the Dirt here on NPR, triple nine AM, or as most of you are listening to us, of course, on Spotify or Apple Play. And keeping in theme with our World 240s, uh, winners, we've actually gone to tier two because uh, this young fella's just sprung out of nowhere and booked himself a, a spot in next year's finals. So we thought we'd talk to the 56V, Trent James. Trent, how are you, mate? Yeah, not bad yourself. Yeah, yeah bloody good, bloody good. Now, um, mate, let's get started here. I want to clear things up. Last time I saw your name on a race uh, program, you're in bloody mini socks, and I'm sure that was like last season. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Last season I was in the mini stock, and then this season I got the opportunity to step up to the super stock, so jumped on that. Yeah. So, so literally youth mini stocks last season, super stocks this season. Nothing, nothing else in between. Nah, just chuck myself in the deep end and 
got to start figuring it out. <laughs> was that from Dad? Yeah. Yeah. Because you had your... Start, start, start figuring it out and stay, stay out of people's way. Because <laughs> <laughs> you, your brother was racing it, wasn't he, Mason? Uh, yeah. So when we got it, we probably got it halfway through last season, the Superstock. Yeah. And since I was still too young to have a go in it, I got a run at Harris full. And then we, um, since Mason's stock car is still broken from teams racing, we, um, he decided to jump in and he done the meeting in Wanganui and took it up to Miani and had a couple of good runs in it and said how how good and nice it was to drive. So then we let Caelan Mooney jump in it and he won a race out at Wanganui in it. And yeah. So you know it's a good car, and your brother didn't want to try and kick you out of it. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's still trying. As soon as he has the opportunity, he'll kick me out. <laughs> yeah, he, he keeps telling me that it's like that, it's just the car. It's just the car. <laughs> <laughs> oh, heck. It's not a very old car either, eh, because it's the ex-Bruce Williams car, eh? Yeah, it's ex-Bruce Williams, so, yeah, he didn't. I don't think he'd done much racing in it, so it's still fairly new when we got it. Yep, yep. Yep, mean. Now, 240s, your first crack at it, your first, well, would this sort of been your first, um, like, massive championship meeting in general? Yeah, first, yeah, first major championship. We tried New Zealand, but of course that got rained out. <laughs> yep. So we got ready to go to 240s and... Pretty much went there with no expectations, no expectations, and let's just see where the weekend took us. Yeah, because you would have done laps around there at Mini Stocks in Paradise. Yeah, yeah, I done Mini Stocks in Paradise there three years. Yep, yep. So a rough idea how the track works, but Super Stock's a whole different ball game. And um, mate, you let's go to qualifying night. You're pretty bloody close to getting through to fourth uh, grid four in your first finishing up third so you would have been happy with that start result just keeping at the pointy end where you started always say if you can go forward sweet if at least you can stay where you started that's fine yeah yeah that first race we were real stoked with I um, jumped in behind Ethan for most of the race and I was and I was standing behind him and I saw his jack behind me and he wasn't able to just drive around me so yeah, but he ended up getting me near the end of it, but it was still pr- pretty good feeling to know that I ha- that he couldn't get around me for a couple of laps until he did. Yeah, oh, that would have been that would have been great. And I say you can't really miss Jack's car, that big fluoro thing that he's got. Um, your second race, Grid Seventeen, you sort of had two grids the same roughly. The the next two, Grid Seventeen and Grid Eighteen, and you finished up uh, seventh in both of them. Um, pressing on, pretty pretty good there, moving forward quite well there, mate. Yeah, that yeah, we just kept trying to push forward and try to stay out of all the trouble. Um, yeah, just in the last one we got held up. We got in there was a bit of a tangle up I'm pretty sure and I got a little bit involved in that. Yeah. But that's all a part of racing, eh? I feel like in that second race and I, I mentioned this to Ethan, but it was probably one of the most elbows up superstock races I've seen in such a long time. But I feel like you were Actually, a bit further up the field than seventh at one point, even probably third at one point uh, in that race, and until Jack and um, Keegan were throwing them and Hal Mary's in there at various points. Yeah, yeah, it's, it all happens that that blooming quick out there. But yeah, 
I think we did go up a bit further, then we just kind of settled down and then fell back a bit, but I just still wanted to not not try overdrive it and end up spinning the thing out or anything. Yep, yep. And, of course, same in that last race. Now, you obviously you didn't qualify, which when you look at that result, do you think, man, we came so close? And I know, like you said, you had no expectations, but you look at that result and go, man, we probably could have here, probably could have qualified here. Yeah, well... After the second race, from memory, I think I was fifth, fifth on point yep. going the third, and I saw that fourth was fourth equal, was third was third equal, and they were only a couple of points ahead of me. So and then I kind of I kind of realised I oh, I I do have a shot at this. So we got ready, and I tried to prep myself the best I could, but <laughs> yeah, just. A, Went out there with not much experience and just tried to drive it hard. And as soon as we got a little bit tangled up, I, I saw where the top four cars ahead of me on points and going into the race were, and they were fairly, I think they all like got a top five finish in the end. So yep. I, I knew that I was out of it halfway through the race. Yep. But you, you would have pressed on because obviously Ripper Charge, and you started P2 in the Ripper Charge off the front row with Lofty. Um, that no, would have been a three. sorry, good three, yeah, yeah. But um, that would have been a buzz being at that pointy end. Oh yeah, I was yeah. That's why I just kept on pushing because well, if we don't end up getting here, we need a good grid in the rip charge. And then we um, first corner pushed in hard and managed to get in behind Lofty and follow him for most of the race. Yeah. yeah. And then, then some of the Wonga Wonga Nui boys realised that. I was up there and they weren't having as good a races, so they decided that they'd try and help out. Yeah. And, yeah, ends up just missing out on getting the lead. I, um, Zane managed to get hold up Lofty for a bit, so yep. I managed to get into the lead, but well, Lofty was just too good, eh? The way he just drove it into the next corner and got, ended up making me, and I think might have been Brett go out wide, and he was just away from there. Yeah, yeah. It must have been... It must have been a hard one, sort of watching, because obviously you know Dylan and um, and Max, they were they were helping you, but mates of Lofty helping Lofty as well, and sort of just thinking, come come on, boys, you know we're all <laughs> club mates, just just hold them up for a second because I've got the pace, and then old Zane Dykstra comes in and says, oh, I'll do it for you, mate. I mean, must have been a, a little bit on edge at some points there. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, I, I, I knew Max and Dylan and that all mates Lofty, so. I wasn't really expecting them to do any, really expecting them to stop Lofty or anything. So I was, I was just hoping that I was going to be able to catch, catch him up and kind of a get a chance to get around him. But no, he, he was gone. Yeah, yeah, he sure was. Did you do much to the car on the Saturday, mate? Ah, uh, not really. In between the nights, just nut and bolt kicked it and then took it back out and just drove it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Now, Tier 2 started off as a, as a three-heat format and um, you had Grid 4 for your first one, come home in second, so always good to move forward there. What what were your actual grids for Heat 2 and 3 at the at that point? Uh, I think I had Grid 4 and then I might have had 18 and then Around around twenty six, I'm pretty sure. I'm not a hundred percent sure on that. Yeah, yeah. Something around those areas. Something about that. But I mean, after um, race one, obviously you finish up second. You you know you're again once again like qualifying. You're in it in with a shot here. Still two to go. But then they turn around and say, right, we're going to change it up. We're going to go reverse grid from heat one, and it's going to be a two race f- 
final. Now, you're kind of in a box seat here when you finish up second, as of Thomas Stanaway, who, who won the thing. And you're on grid 25, so you're ahead of Thomas. Now, basically, all you had to do in your mindset, was it just keep in front of Thomas and press on? Yeah, well, when the rain actually started, I did say to Dad, I said, I wouldn't actually mind if they cancel it now. I said, I'm sitting second on points now. <laughs> so, but then when they pulled it, told us it was going to be a two-heat format, and I got grid 25, I knew that a really two-race two-race championship it did to anyone. Someone could just have a mid-pack yep. in that first one and just come out of nowhere, right? Yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, I knew I just needed to push up as hard as I could and get up as far as I could and try try to finish in front of Thomas. But knowing that he was going to be the one ahead of me on points, and yeah, pretty much his game plan was just push as hard as I could. Yeah, well, because like you say, I mean, you look at um, Cody Mack here, grid 15 and grid 14, and Costello, grid 14 and grid 15, and yet you've got, you know, grid 4 and 25, Thomas, grid 2 and 27. I mean... I know it sort of evens out when you do the maths, but it, it kind of would have made it a bit of hard work for you boys, especially, you know, because uh, uh, just being the two races, it could potentially end in a lot of ties here. Yeah, yeah, that is what I was... It was going to be hard, but at the end of the day, it is what it is, just keep pushing and try to get up as far as we could. Yeah. When you crossed that line, mate, did you have yeah, sort of any see. any sort of inkling what was going on? Because... It's hard when it's well, two heats. Yeah, and I ended up, oh, there's a couple of laps in. Oh, I didn't feel like I'd moved forward enough, and I thought to myself, oh, I said, well, I'm kind of out of it now. And then I noticed that Thomas was still only just a couple of cars ahead of me, so that there kind of got me the motivation and got me stuck back into it, and then I ended up pushing hard the whole race. Personally, I believe it's the hardest I've ever driven the car. Yeah. And I was trying to count where all the other cars were, and I got ahead of Thomas, and then we went to the red light, and I had Tinny, I had Dylan Marshall behind me, and then I was trying to scope out, see where everyone was, trying to add points together in my head, but the more I done that, I just got, got even more confused than myself, <laughs> so as soon as we went green, I just went back to pushing in hard and trying to drive and trying to reel people in and get past, and yeah, then when we crossed the line, I, I thought I wanted. I said to myself, I was. I hope I've done it. And then I've done another loop, and then I noticed that they had the big screen up there in turn one. Oh yeah. So I pulled up along that, and I went real slow, and I was waiting to see the results pop up. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually quite clever. Yeah, and then I, then I thought to myself, I was like, I need to at least have a car or two in between me and Thomas, or me to be clear of Thomas. Yep. Then I saw him pull up the results, and I got, like, fifth. And I saw that Thomas got eighth or something, and I was like, oh, wow, that there's got me Thomas. <laughs> and I couldn't really remember who else was up there, so I just I drove off, and I was like, I hope I've done it. And then, yeah, I drove into the pits, and then, then um, got back to the car, and then Dad and all that, all, all celebrating, and I was like, please tell me I've done it. And they are like, yeah, no, you have. Oh, beauty. <laughs> Yeah, so I had a feeling that I might have been able to get up there, but I wasn't 100% sure. I was just trying to figure it all out. So this being your first season in the Superstock, um, first major championship, and and then you came so close to qualifying, you were there or thereabouts 
to qualify for a ripper charge, but in a roundabout way now, it's actually better. You've done better that you didn't qualify for the ripper charge because yeah, now you 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 banked it. You're in the final guaranteed next year. Sure, you would have been in the final this year, but I always find that a ripper charge sometimes it can it can muck the night up just having that extra race. But now next year you can go the two forty solely focused, solely to to do the job in the in the three heat final. Yeah, exactly. I was a little bit bummed after um, just missing out on the qualifying, but you yeah, knew it is what it is, and we got into the rep charge, and then yeah, once well, by the end, by the end of the night, once we'd won tier two, uh, I said to Dad and everyone, I was like, it is. It is probably better that we've managed to come here because it was very unlikely I would have been able to leave the World 240s final with a trophy and a badge and yeah. saying that I'm pre-qualified for next year. So, yeah, now next year we can just go there and be ready to get into it and do the big show. Yeah, and awesome. The, and the good thing is you'll have more laps under your belt too when you come yeah. to it. Yeah, exactly. I, I would have ended up falling short of experience, I feel. So hopefully by next year we would have done a few more championships. Yep. Like we've got New Zealand's and all that coming up this season. So we will, hope we'll be a little bit more comfortable with the championship style racing and we yep. should be able to give it a good shot next year, hopefully. For sure, man, for sure. And um, myself and uh, one of my good mates, Bruce Ward, we had our selections on uh, <laughs> on Friday before we headed to the track, and he actually put you down as a dark horse to qualify. I can tell you that he was very ecstatic. Um, I don't know if he went and saw you after the meeting, but very happy that you uh, won tier two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went and caught up with Bruce and all that. That's the one. He's a he's a big fan, mate, Bruce Ward. He's the probably the uh the reason we've got you on the show. Nah, you done that yourself. <laughs> yeah. Good to have I you on. The day when I was a little young fella, I used to back in Bruce used to race. I remember going to Palmy Speedway with him in his bus yep. in the day. Yep, I'm fairly sure we made a few ventures up uh, up north uh, as well at times, mate, uh from memory yeah. as well. But um before we wrap it up, mate, obviously to, to get out on track and to get into a super stock, you've got to thank uh, a few people behind the scenes and some sponsors. Yeah, definitely. Oh, I wouldn't be anywhere near where I am today without the people that helped me out and sponsors. Like Dad and Kylie, the amount of, amount of stuff that they put in the my racing, I just, I'd never be able to pay them back or anything, but they have faith in me and believe in me and just keep going. And then Mason and Jaden, they, they're always there to help me work on the car whenever I need, always there to give me advice and setting it up. Um, Kerry O'Connor, he helps me get the car ready most weeks and scales it with me and make sure that the motor's running where it should be and all that. Um, and Kerry Pajewski, he comes and helps me whenever I'm stuck, whether I've just got a couple of questions or whether I need to borrow, borrow some parts off him, and he's always there to help. Um, and then my sister's tailing Georgia, always at the track, ready to help me out whenever I need. Georgia, make sure I'm all strapped in and I've got everything that I need. Beauty. Yeah, and I've also got the sponsors, of course, Sharp Airs Lionel. Yeah, the, once again, the amount they put into me, as well as Midtown Motors Wanganui, 
rides there. Yeah, he supplies me up all my fuel during the season. And he said, and we were calculating up the amount of fuel the last time I went there. I've used this season, and it's just unreal when you add it all together how much he's helping me out. Yeah. And then the Slayer Associates Monga Wonga they've been with me since I, oh, I was a real young fellow there in my mint and my peewee stock. You know, I used to get, get that sign running up and used to load it up, go to Palmy Teams and lead the Warriors around the Grand Parade. Um, Coming back callers over in Palmy, Matt, he was there on the weekend um, giving me advice and giving me a different sort of view of how I can drive because it's a hard to watch other people and all that when yep. you're driving and yeah he's always there for giving me advice um being being to automotive on the knee um Derek there he helps me out whenever I'm after some parts or whatever I get him onto it and he always seems to get a track them down for me um advanced panel and paint once again they've been with me since the peewee stop mini stock days Every time I seem to wreck my mini stock body and all that, I'll just send it down to Brent and they'd always have it coming back brand new. So, yeah, legend. Um, wholesale Tires New Zealand, um, he always, um, he suffers us out of our rims and all that to put on the car. Even, yeah, probably need to get some new ones after the week. Looks like I've ruined it. they, um, start of the season the car blew a oil line off the dry sump and then we decided to get it all fully redone so Jutech helped us out there and got it all back up and going. Um, DC services on the new Andrew there. Um, he he fully rewired the car because we kept having issues with the wiring and all that so he's fully rewired it and then yeah just Every time there's a problem with it, I just give him a call, whether it's on a Saturday or a Sunday. He always answers the phone and comes and does the job for us. Good man, good man. Heaps there helping you out, Trent. And um, again, well done on winning Tier 2. Next year you get to go and play in the finals. You get to uh, hoon around with the Poms in, uh, in practice night and then have a, a big, big fun on Saturday. So, mate, all the best for the rest of the season. And I look forward to seeing you at the uh, New Zealands as well. Yeah, sweet. Thank you. Good man. Cheers. Well, that was uh, Trent James. The uh, winner of Superstocks in Paradise, of course, goes through to automatically qualify for the World 240s next year. Yeah, and well-deserved too. Like you say, he drove drove awesome. Yeah, bloody primo. Bloody primo. Um, Right, this weekend though, Chris, what's happening? We've got Miani happening uh, on the 28th on Saturday night there. Um, It's the double-decker derby. But obviously the main reason we're all heading over is because Team GB are having their hit out against the Hawks Bay Hawkeyes. Yep. So good. Awesome. Good. Always the traditional week before Team Champs event. We get the uh, Team GB in their, in their, uh, in their colours yep. all working as a team and it's going to be uh, interesting to see how the Dutchies and uh, Charlie go yeah. in the team's environment. I think Frank might have to sit this one out. I say they'll take, uh, go take it to it like duck to water, I reckon. I hope they do. I hope they do. Also this weekend up at Waikaraka Park, which I'm guessing is where Bruce is going to end up. So uh, I'll mention something in a minute. But that's probably where Bruce will end up with the Modified Dirt Cup. 
that's always a big event up there. Yeah, and they've also got a derby as well. They've got a derby as yep. well, so it's all happening up there at Waikaraka Park. Over at Stratford Speedway, this Friday and Saturday, you have got the New Zealand Midget Car title. Hayden Williams has got himself a drive to de- defend the title. And Michael Pickens is looking for his 10th title. And here's a fact for you, Chris. The last two New Zealand titles held at Stratford have been won by Michael Pickens. So can he make it title 10 up there? I say he can. We'll soon see. Aaron Hodgson's obviously been on form as well this season, taking a few feature wins yep. at Western Springs. So let's see what Michael can do. Um, and, of course, Kiki. Saturday and Sunday, it's Auckland anniversary up that area of the country. So uh, Saturday and Sunday is the New Zealand Stock Car Grand Prix. Gates are opening at 2.30, racing at 4.30 each day. Um, of course, you can check out all the information for all of those events and more. Sorry to our South Island counterparts that we probably forgot. Um, on all the Facebook pages. And, of course, Speedway New Zealand do put out a what's on every week. And the Superstock Teams Champs draw is going to be done at... Yep, that's what I was just going to say. We need to come back to. Yep, so the draw for Team Champs is happening at Miani Speedway this uh, Saturday night. I'm sure that uh, Jeff will be recording there. Kiwi Motorsport Media will probably go live to Facebook as well as on their stream. And uh, Doing in the Dirt will be live as well on the infield to do the draw there for the NZ Superstock Teams Championship. We've got the four-seeded teams, which of course are the Gisborne Giants, the Kiki Kings, the Rotorua Rebels, and the Christchurch Glen Eagles. They were the top four teams after qualifying, so that's how it's going to be for this year. Otherwise, uh, can't wait to see who's going to be clashing out with each other. We'll do. If you enjoy this NPR podcast, please consider subscribing. Our podcasts are available on all major podcasting platforms, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts and Spotify, as well as the accessmedia.nz app. Support this show and others like it by giving a donation. For more information, go to www.npr.nz forward slash donate.